0: Welcome to the podcast that inspires the American dream through hard work and adventure.
1: Our wide range of guests will give you a unique insight into their crafts, professions, and experiences. So sit back, enjoy, have a laugh.
0: and Thanks for tuning in. This is the Free Range American Podcast.
1: Oh, we don't have to sing. Hi, Evan.
0: Hey, hey, Matt. Hey, JT. Hey, we are in Las Vegas for what is this, like our second, third free range American episode? Something Whatever. Doesn't Who matter. cares? Matter doesn't around matter. Around We're in Las Vegas at the Shot Show getting ready to launch into a whole, I don't know, several episodes of, of fun FRA. Friends. Fun. This is going to be Fun Friends. Fun Friends. Our first guest is Lorenzo Llama. L- Llamas, is that how you say Llama. it? That's exactly. Is that how you say Very it? Very famous
2: actor. Very exactly. famous <laughs> actor? Yes.
0: No, You're way less Hispanic <laughs> than I thought you were.
2: Lorenzo Sartini.
0: Lorenzo Sartini. And, uh so it's Canadian. Yeah. Who all do we have here? Very we got Matt changed. Best is on the uh, the episode. Hello. Of this. and I'm,
1: I'm drinking my fresh greens as you mm. gave me, Evan, which hey, is it's
3: I'm not, Monday of shot Show. I know I'm you not the SHOT Show plague, dude. dude. Listen, I've had water this week. What? Yes. What? You, like real water yes. with your vodka. In I, it? no. I haven't I was I was not drinking. Last
1: time he said it was water, it was just distilled vodka. No. no and there's water in the process. I, he I was, was putting I
3: Tito's. I cut out alcohol. No, you didn't drink saw you last night. Yeah, because you were there. <laughs> i cut out alcohol by myself that's a good first step yeah, yeah that is see? a good first step yeah but you're never
1: alone ever you always invite people over there's
3: still a step isn't there
1: okay
2: arguably yeah. maybe
3: okay
1: arguably <laughs> maybe are you are, do you are do you drink at all yes what's your what's your go-to is it like bourbon vodka
2: whiskey is definitely my favorite
1: favorite whiskey ever like if your go-to? Screaming Eagle. Screaming Eagle? Yeah. Ooh. What is that? I've i tried even know tried that. that
2: is. Screaming Eagle. It's really good. Really good.
1: Interesting. I know it's a bourbon. Is that a
2: Montana? Yeah. No, it's... Uh. Uh, shit, I can't remember where it's out of.
1: David, so, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> no. That would, uh, that Kurt, help. look it up. Where's Screaming Eagle out, from? We have a Kurt scent. now. Screaming no, Eagle uh, whiskey. Is it a bourbon or a whiskey? Or a...
2: It's it's a bourbon. Oh, okay. Um, but, so... My fan, we're big into the bar business as well here in Las Vegas. Right. So we get like a lot of really, really good shit that comes out. Like there's one actually on the way called Screwball Whiskey. Screwball? And it's a peanut butter infused whiskey. What? Tastes phenomenal. And it's, so we're. That actually sounds really good. We just got it into our bars just recently. Um, They're out of Southern California and they're kind of stocked up in like Lee's Liquor and stuff. It's fucking amazing. Is there a way we could mix that
3: with like a shake and have like an alcoholic shake? Is you like easily
2: a pre- could because it doesn't. I mean, it
3: it tastes. I'm just trying like to figure like out how I, I like could eat my nice dinner and drink it at the same time. Mm. So it's like right. a pre-workout or yes. post-workout yes. shake. Post peanut butter, workout, vodka. Peanut, easily do that. Peanut butter, whiskey. Yeah.
1: That's the, pan- you know what we're gonna do after the show. You and I are gonna maybe uh, pancake batter. Jesus, yeah. man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or top five whiskeys because I'm like Basil Hayden's one of my top oh, ones. Yeah. Good price point. Love that shit, man.
2: You're a strand hands.
1: Strand hands from North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes. There you go. Sorry, it I mean, is, the we're, we're getting into it. It's awesome. We that's had my a go to
2: for like a nice, clean. Really? Yeah, that's my go to. Screwball, though, like for a you know nightcap or whatever you want to call it, something sweet, something nice at the end of the night. Screwball is fantastic. Peanut Boom. butter. Yeah, peanut butter. And you wouldn't think there's as much alcohol. Yeah. As you would imagine, but it's actually 80 proof. which like Whoa. You know, you compare that's it to That's double. Like, yeah, you can play Well, you compare it to like uh, Jack Daniels, for example. They're 90 proof, so it's really only five percent alcohol difference. Right, it's pretty good.
1: Wow, not shabby. Yeah, you know the good. liquor business, then, because you live yeah, here in Vegas, right? I do live, it's been yeah. two years since I've been able to talk with you. Yep. I believe I was
2: born and raised here in Vegas.
1: Do you do you enjoy it?
2: Yes and no, because I'm an absolute redneck at heart.
1: Like, yeah, for sure,
2: to the fullest. Right. Went to college in Montana for a reason because I am a redneck.
0: In Bozeman uh, or Missoula? Missoula. Wow. Which
2: now, so back when I was in school, Bozeman isn't what it is today. Right. It was a lot. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a, a backwater, smaller, dude. It was a lot more, like, ag-focused. Yeah. Missoula was kind of like the party scene back when I was going to college, so I know. that's where I
0: went. I went to the University of Idaho, so, yeah. like, right across the border. So, I
2: got, I got recruited there to play football and decided not to go. Why? A little fucking name-droppy, Idaho.
0: but whatever. <laughs> 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 cool. I don't know if you know, I was, I was D1, I mean, awesome awesome I would, if I'm be here, i got to throw out some good yeah. facts by myself, right? That's
1: true. You know, I so played I, soccer I, in high school like a bitch. Soccer. Yeah, can you I would it? not take you for a soccer player. No, you know, I was kind of a pussy growing up. So I watched
3: a lot of golf.
1: Ew. I'm
2: into golf now. Are you? Oh, I was lying. It's so boring. No? I love you, Lance. Shit, That's, I'm It's into so
1: boring, though. When
2: you live in Las Vegas, what else is there? I mean, granted, like, yeah, we, you know, go Drugs, skydiving. Drugs, prostitutes, skydiving.
1: I mean,
3: maybe flying. <laughs> okay. I'm married now, so my,
2: my hobbies have changed. For sure. Um, But no, I mean, shit, there's really nothing else to do in the Southwest, so especially you, now. Right you now, went
0: to U of M. How when did you graduate?
2: 2010.
0: Oh, okay. Nice. All right. We we gotta get a little bit more because we it's been like three years since you've been on an yeah, episode. Yeah. Like you know, give us your backstory, dude. Like what like what landed you on this chair today. You can give us the reader's digest version. That's fine. Just spin uh, everybody up.
2: The <laughs> So I was born and raised in Las Vegas. And you know, there's a part of what landed me into this chair is I'm the nephew to Lorenzo and Frank Fertitta with UFC. I am have my own business now in the hunting uh, industry. My family actually owns the Stratosphere and owns 70 bars here in town. Oh wow! Okay, so it's yeah. So Matt, Matt, or uh, sorry, Baker Baker and I go quite a ways back with the UFC stuff. Gotcha. So with the UFC stuff matt not or uh sorry keep saying that it's baker and you can I, keep using my name because right? i want to be part Man. of the ufc stuff but i but love that's the a UFC. really good compliment to baker that i keep calling him matt. Right. yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. He so uh that. so him and i go back a little bit because he was a hunter i'm a hunter yeah. um like i said earlier i'm a redneck at heart that's kind of all i care about and want to do is hunting and redneck stuff right? right go get in trouble in the country so baker and i kind of became friends through he was with Killcliff at yep. the time, I think, right? Yep. So him and I were talking just about hunting and hunting content, what I was doing in the hunting industry. Developed a friendship, and then that friendship led to meeting Matt and Black Rifle. And uh, kind of went from and there. And your,
1: your hunting company is GoHunt. GoHunt.com. Correct. Yeah. And what, what do you guys do there? I know we talked about it a lot last, but you yeah. guys have some like, exciting stuff.
2: Yeah. So essentially, like you look at some of these other industries, and I know, you know, hunting is kind of <clears> – <throat> thought about as is, is you know redneck backwoods type stuff which it kind of is but really at the core of it it's pretty sophisticated tons of rules tons of regulations tons of things you need to know all these states have different ways of operating their wildlife and their wildlife management how to go hunting where to go hunting all this crazy shit right so what like zillow did to the real estate industry and what like uh, kayak and travelocity and all those companies did to the travel agency business yep. that's what we did to hunting so back previous to us, there was like magazines, bullshit magazines, right. and state proclamations and things like that. And so we just digitized it and made it filterable, sortable. Since we last talked,
1: how's everything go like the last couple of years in growth? Are you getting more people? Yeah.
2: So when I was on the podcast first, there was eight full-time employees. Right now we're right. at 46.
1: Holy Badass, shit. Dude. Congratulations, wow, exactly. dude. Congratulations. How many, that, that is taken phenomenal. Can you disclose steps.
0: like how many users? So, uh,
2: yeah. So we have upwards of a half million to a million unique visits a month. Wow. Um, a very decent majority of those are actually paying users and paying members mm-hmm. and actually interact with the site. Right. And then our membership fee is 150 bucks a year. That gets right. you access. The one thing about hunting that's really good for us and why we're able to you know, charge a charge a fee for what would be perceived as public data, because right. that data changes so much every yeah. year. Because well, it's an accurate aggregate, I'd
1: imagine, where it's just a one stop shop, and you're willing exactly. to pay a little bit on top.
2: Exactly, and because it changes so much, people don't want to invest. You know, upwards of 24, 48 hours of research in, yeah. into all these states. Instead of doing that every single year because the state's changed change so much, you can't rely on what you knew from the past going into the future because of the change. So that's where we come in. We save everybody all that time and research, and they're willing to pay us a fair fee for it.
1: What What's your your title? Or at the, are you CEO? Or Founder and CEO. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, Big Dick in Charge. I sh- I so I, I just I, put a
2: lot of really <laughs> smart people in charge, that's all you and do then do. I just <laughs> tell them
1: my ideas, and then they figure out. And that actually kind of segues <laughs> into a question I would have for you. Growing in that short time, so about two years, going from eight employees to over 40, what were, like, your key hires? Because I think every business, as far as especially specifically on, like, the IT side and what you guys are having to develop the website and then, moreover, getting all the information to be accurate, is, like, what were, like, the couple main key hires that you did in that?
2: I would say, my first and foremost, I hired... Um, a guy named Chris Porter who worked very high up and very closely with the digital aspects of full tilt poker back when online poker was huge. His name's Chris Porter. So he was the first guy I brought in, Um, made some other like technology type hires to help build it out and actually architect what we saw as going to be a viable business and viable business plan. Um, But the next most important guy probably was Brandon Evans, who actually is based out of Cedar city, Utah. We have a satellite office there. It's pretty hard to find down-home hunters in vegas yeah so had to go to utah for him and he's our head of research so he's literally in charge of sifting through all of this state bullshit wow. and, and all the changes that they if make. You hired me
1: for that job i'd fucking quit in one day dude like, i'm I,
2: out I, I, i'm like honestly i tell I, I tell him every day like i literally love you because you know it's so hard to find a guy who hunts as much as he does is is you know redneck like me but will literally sit down and grind through all this bullshit stuff of data points and changes and All this I mean, it's crazy. And he does it for all the western states. Which, you know, for some backstory, Western hunting can be categorized as species. So the fourth the the four North American sheep bighorn sheep, doll sheep, uh, stone sheep, and desert sheep, and then elk, antelope, mule deer, that. But the easier way to say it is basically the Dakota's West is all Western hunting. Mm -hmm. So for all those states, Brandon Evans goes through all the regulations for every single unit Jesus. within those, all the species, all the season dates, everything. It's crazy.
1: I it's still I go to high fence ranches in Texas. I'm like, that's an odd dad. They're like, that's an elk. You <laughs> fucking
0: idiot. I'm like, oh, Can I kill that giraffe? Yeah. That's a Jeep. <laughs> that's you a can't person, sir, this that. is that's a zoo. A no, yes. you can't. I th- <laughs> you can't pay us to ride that shark. That's not a thing. <laughs> this is not what you think it is.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, have you guided hunts?
2: Uh, I haven't, like, you know, quote-unquote legally guided hunts, like, actually for a guiding or an outf- outfitting business. But I've definitely taken people hunting that I'm friends with or family friends with. Noth- so, how that works, like I said, there's a lot of nuance to hunting that isn't actually, like, as is- is redneck or backwoods as you think. And all that stuff is pretty highly... Um, regulated, So you have to have like guide license and all this shit to take people hunting and actually charge money for it. But if you don't charge money for it, you can take, you know, friends, family, stuff like that. But yeah, I've taken a lot of people, a lot of shitty people
1: really? and a lot of good people. Dude, I have a wild story. I, my fucking guide. So I went out to this place called record buck ranch and, um, Texas. You know, yeah. Texas. Yeah. It's a high fence. Um, but you saw a spot and stock killed a stag yeah. out there, which was a very enjoyable time for me. Um, whatever. But the guide and I were walking, and we it was a sheep, or the, I think it was a doll sheep or something. And, Texas doll? Yeah, Texas yeah. doll. And he's like, dude, I think it's dead. I can't tell it's breathing. It was probably 75 yards from us. Yeah. We stalk it all the way up, and then hes I'm filming him, and he turns around and just grabs it by the horns. They're like, oh, it's dead. And <laughs> the motherfucker just comes to life, jumps up, and starts wrestling with them. <laughs> so, the, Yeah, I have video That's of it. That's awesome so the guy I, we walked all the way up to the sheep, picked the sheet up and then he let it go and it just runs off and i'm like i've never seen and he was blown that away was too. a sleepy that's sheep awesome. it was, so it was i was just sitting in the sun must have been sleepy old i think it's it was like little, eight, little eight little. or nine years old had that's had what happens nap. when you don't drink water it was the yeah. jared taylor so i have happens. yeah it was, <laughs>
3: having a, it was having a cat nap <laughs> yeah jared loves his cat-naps. no i
2: have a, i actually have an interesting story that's similar to that so i went to new zealand with chad mendez and tj dillashaw like who there? Shit! Two or three years ago, I'm teasing <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. right? Two, two um, very big UFC yeah. fighters. Yeah. So, oh, gotcha. so I was in New Zealand with them, and a, a lot of the same circumstance, right? New Zealand has actually no natural four-legged animals. So when you're hunting four-legged animals over there, their majority of them are high fenced, unless you're after the Tarn chamois and the Alps uh, and the Alps and stuff. But like the fallow, the goats, the the stag, all that stuff is high fenced over there. Not a lot of people know that.
1: I didn't know that the red stag over there were high hyphens.
2: Yeah. So anything, wow.
3: there
1: was nothing there with four legs. Only
2: thing that was there was, you know, birds, snakes. And really? Snakes. Yeah.
3: So they had to bring all that so over. So they brought right? it all over. Wow.
2: Yeah. So that's
1: why, Dude, why it's a super go to interesting. Why does everybody go to New Zealand well, to go? Because everybody's like, you got to go to New Zealand. It stag. was Is so it just,
2: long ago that all that shit went over there that, like, now it's kind of. The, are they, like, part of the natural ecosystem? Yeah, now they habitat are. For oh, sure. Like, Seek oh, okay. deer from Japan, they put those, right. and that's actually on public land.
1: Um, well, that's what happened to Texas, as you know, with the. Yeah. But the high fences, like Axis, out where I live now, yeah. are like native species, even though they're obviously yeah. well, from. Well, the
2: oddad too; they were in, they were taken from Africa and put in the Tascadero Canyon. I think it's the Tascadero Canyon or Tascadero Canyon up by Amarillo. Yeah, can't ever remember the name, but that's where they transplanted the original awdad sheep into texas and they're free range now so yeah. now you have them all through texas free range new mexico free range it's well pretty, some of the ranchers crazy. told
1: me i don't know how accurate this is that like a lot of the old storms that would come in they'd rip apart all the high fences yeah. like the axis the dad would escape yeah. run out and then multiply because they they breed so quickly in the yeah. ecosystem and that's how be, they became kind yeah. of that's natural. essentially what
2: happened to the ibex in new mexico no like shit. the florida mountains in new mexico it's the only mountain range in u.s with with ibex God, the you know, more you know, I would love. The, the more hunt you sheep. know,
3: that's what I want to hunt.
0: I want to hunt a sheep. I just got back sheep from Lenai. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, humble brag. We've heard this. this, this is all we got back day from um, and uh, I went out on an Axis hunt out there, mm-hmm. which was super fun. Um, but it's a very small island. They did the same thing. They introduced it back in the 1800s. Yeah, and they have to go out and kill almost every night to keep the population down. Plus they have guided hunts and the locals can hunt them, but there's so many out there. It's, it's pretty crazy, man. Like when you're cruising around, really? there, I thought yeah. they're,
1: Oh, so they're, they're just like populating. They like breed like hogs. Yeah.
0: They, it's impressive. I was like in a field with about 200 of them, right? As like the sun's coming up. And, um, it was, it was really impressive just to see that many animals. Did and you was, shoot like, one? Well, I mean that's a long story. You know, <laughs> I connected with
2: one for sure.
1: Here's what you learn about good hunters I spent and three bad hours hunters: looking for it
2: when the stories are long. There's a lot of shit in there that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: this one's not that long. I just spent a lot of time looking for it and didn't find it. So uh,
2: I had I had a short window,
0: I had a tight window. I uh, went out and did some other stuff. It was mainly a family vacation, so. I promised my wife I wasn't going to spend the entire time hunting, yeah. so it's was very
1: happy vacation, sweetie. I'll be here. big on all days. <laughs> See you later. Got,
3: but you're getting meat for the family. Exactly. You're coming home. With, Not really. You know, as there's exactly. like a Four Seasons probably right <laughs> next to you. No, it like, is. We can
1: like just a four eat there and you're like right fish. <laughs> Evans <laughs> over <laughs> there putting fucking face paint on. Like, <laughs> dude,
0: it's, there's a Four Seasons right there that sells Axis. Like, you can oh. get an Axis burger anytime you want. <laughs> yeah, best <laughs> meat yeah. in the game, dude. Yeah. Should I realize
2: before? The conversation got derailed, not to derail that one, but with, with in New Zealand with Chad and TJ. Oh, yeah. For so that goat please. story, it literally just hit me. So when we were done stag hunting, fallow hunting, and all the, all the big stuff that we wanted to, to kill, there was these, these uh, they're called uh, some kind of sheep. I can't remember. These little curled horn sheep. And they lived like on this rock hillside kind of adjacent to the lodge we were staying at. And every day we'd go back for lunch or dinner and then things would be standing there. So, of course, the two athletes, I said, if you guys can, can stock those literally like a mountain lion, because there's no predators over there. There's no, like I said, no four-legged animals, right? So they're right. not the smartest to, like... You know, a predator style. We need to stock. introduce
1: one mountain lion in New Zealand and just see it what would happens. Be Sorry. The
2: first 400 pound mountain lion on the planet. Because these animals are everywhere
1: and they don't understand. Not, not to deal with predators. <laughs> story, how how <laughs> fucking awesome would that be if we introduced one predator where it couldn't breed, but it was just like. It'd be really See how fat it gets and we have a GPS tracker and like maybe a GoPro on there so we could see all the kills. It actually would be really Because Because those animals have never been stalked. They'd be like, never. oh, look. You, did you want to lick me? <laughs> <laughs> well, that like. So oh, no, the, I'm getting eaten. The <laughs> sheep had no concept of, like, predator-style
2: stalking, right? Like, they definitely understood human two-foot going after them, trying to kill them with a bow style. But they didn't understand, like, hands and knees crawling through the brush, the whole deal. Right. So we were messing with them kind of the entire hunt. And when we were done killing all the stuff we wanted to, I I bet uh, Chad and TJ, whichever one of you can get a hold of it and wrestle it to the ground, I'll buy you a fallow, a big a trophy fallow, which is, you know not expensive, yeah yeah yeah, not it it, 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 it was it was a good it was a good prize for the winner right and i actually feel bad for uh for chad because he had to go first and he learned something in the process but he was stalking these things stalking these things all on video by the way on our youtube channel it's fucking hilarious so he's going He actually gets to about maybe call it 50, 40, 50 yards. And they started kind of feeding through this little pinch point where he was going after him. They got it. They got ahead of him a little too much. So he got up and literally just started running full speed. And he's not a slow, not a slow guy by any means, super athletic. And he's on a full blown sprint downhill. And this, this Ram is like on a, on a standoff with him. And it's like trying to decide if he's going to go left or right. And at the last second, when Chad was 10 feet away, that fucker, bailed to the right and chad went flying missed it right oh dang so then, if tj was up the next day tj actually made a hell of a stock and got a hold of one and wrestled it to the ground and i had to buy him are you kidding yeah. me and oh, this is all on film all on film TJ, i feel like there's
1: a snake in the grass comment there but you're friends with them so i won't make that hey uh, but hey it's okay all welcome <laughs>
2: I, I actually wouldn't say i'm like over, I'm not that good Of friends with him We text every once in a while Because he wants to know About hunting yeah. But shit I mean As far as him and I go We've only hung out That one time The only reason I was hanging out with him. is because of Chad. Chad and I go back Yeah, like those it.
1: are both great athletes. Yeah. Dude,
2: so he pinned it down and held it down for a little he bit? He picked it up and kind of put it down and then let it go. I said that was good enough. That uh, is he obviously didn't If
1: want I, to I was Dillashaw, I would use that for my pre-fight stuff, kind of how Khabib <laughs> used that, that right, wrestling bear? <laughs> a bear. i just be like, dude, I wrestled a sheep to the ground and stalked yeah. that bitch. I'm going to fuck you up in this octagon. It was awesome. <laughs> it was really cool. Really cool. Man,
2: I want
0: to do Which that now. Which would be interesting Let's do if that.
1: you shanked a sheep. Shank. You call it a sheep, sheep shank. Sheep shank. shank. A good old. Can sheep you shank. hunt with a knife? I think what New Zealand? You, you can do whatever you dude, want. Dude,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like he could a have stabbed. You
2: can hunt, you can hunt with. Dude, a, I mean, with. A I'm, okay, okay, in. Twins. I'm in. Okay, I'll wrestle I'm in. it down. I'll get <laughs> yeah. it
1: in a body triangle, and then you come up just. Stab it through the heart, but not me Sheepshank it
3: Sheepshank Sheepshank And I want to be we'll get there a shirt that says sheepshank It's also a fantastic to, to film this I'm going to hunt a sheep with a spear <laughs>
0: a fantastic <laughs> knot, too, by the way A sheepshank? A sheepshank is a knot It's no shit It is a is knot Is that a, a sailor knot? Is that like a bowline? No. no, it's to take slack out of a rope And then oh. maintain tauntness okay yeah, like, no, no. <laughs> you're, you're gonna do. You're gonna hey, do let's talk
3: knots. Uh, let's just I transition. Do, I want to do a full blown knots. spear. I want to kill a sheep with a spear, dude. You're gonna have People to get him a yeah. no, no in, in a lot better shape. Yeah, I'm in good shape. Do no. no. you guys
2: know who Tim Wells is. Tim uh, is that the
1: guy that does the hog hunting with the? He's spear? a badass bow hunter. Yeah, he
2: does a bunch of spear stuff, yeah. a lot of blowgun stuff. The guy is fantastic. Definitely recommend watching his YouTube channel. He kills a lot of shit with a spear. I think I've. seen this.
0: He's got. He's got a. Did he just? Few years ago, kill a grizzly.
2: No, that was who's uh, that dude
0: with a spear? Yes, it was somebody, somebody killed a grizzly with a spear. With a spear? The, no. The no, no, athlete? no, no. There, there's a guy about? that that killed a grizzly with a spear. Shit, I don't know. He I he built it. he did a tree stand, so he's up above it in a tree stand, and crews down, and he like literally sinks this fucking massive spear through. It goes straight through the fucking animal. It runs off with it. Wow, it's impressive. It's a yeah. very impressive. Bows and
1: spears are way more deadly than I, people think. No, dude, when do you go, see the exit wound of a bow on it, because a lot of people have not seen that. I mean, they're, especially if especially hit them like through the shoulder, it's yeah. like you know. And the
2: only re- six like six inches, people like the you know, the humane or the vegans, like your new cameraman, um, <laughs> like to understand when something's shot there. with a gun and it just falls over. People are like, "Oh, it's dead right away." Not the case. It's just you know the shock value of, of the bullet going that fast, stopping that quickly within a you know two to three. But wide body is what actually turns it over, but it still has to go through the process of you know running out of air in its lungs or you know running, running out, out of blood, blood out of whatever it brain. is. A bow is the same way; it just does, doesn't have the amount of energy, energy. stopping yeah. during the process of being inside the animal, so it doesn't just tip them over. And but that's why I way hunt more deadly. with a fifty cal and shoot I mean, animals just, in the I, face. Yeah. <laughs> I, a,
3: a while back ago, about six years ago, I did some slow motion video work for grizzly broadheads, and oh, yeah. we were. We, they yeah. were shooting uh, Hip bones of cows With these broadheads And to see what Even at, at 50 yards They were yards, All right. oh, yeah. No, no, like bones Yeah, yeah, yeah They yeah. Were, were shooting skeletons but to see what a broadhead does at 50 yeah. yards to a solid hip bone and it's, just going through that thing and breaking it, in it's half, no joke. It's like,
2: oh. It's no bows joke. Bows are scary. Dude, you <laughs> know, <laughs> bows are so deadly, man. It's just people, don't, people just don't see them tip right over, so they don't think it, but holy shit, What's they're deadly.
1: Fucking crazy, too, when I was up at that ranch. Crossbows. Oh, fuck. Dude, I saw the exit when one of those crossbow, crossbow. bolts, and I was like, nope. Nope. Like, I yeah. can't imagine getting shot by one. No, it, thanks. it was, Dude, I don't even know how big it was, but that, that thing was. There's nasty. a new. Ra- it's called the Raven something shit. I don't know. I'm not real well
2: versed in crossbows, but there's this new Raven crossbow, which essentially will shoot 150 yards with no holdover, no anything. An arrow. Shut 150 up. yards flat. Are you it's fucking nuts. serious? Yeah. That's crazy a lot it's the of new power. like that's the your, new that's your new jam that's so that's many people even, yeah he's awesome. the
0: crossbow guy yeah, that's awesome yeah, it's too I'm, lazy I'm jim to kennedy to shoot the other way so, so you, jim kennedy so to yeah. get yeah. Jim kennedy. Kennedy. to legally
2: hunt in the the lower 40 or even you know all these all the north american states that are overseen by a state or federal fishing game you have to have a medical reason to hunt with a crossbow so he, like a shoulder replacement no he does. or he has like phaticitis. whatever. Yeah, I was. We phaticitis. can make something up with yeah. like you don't drink yeah. water and there's issues with that. Yeah. Well, no, it's you know, yeah. like there's
0: there's also the Air Force veteran. Yeah, you, you get like you can get that claim
2: too.
3: Your yeah. Air Force and vet, that, I, I am. Shit, yeah. nice. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. so a no big deal. Yeah, right. So, so I got yeah. a guy who
2: works for me who's Air Force vet. Thank you for your service, Jared. Yeah, yeah really good stuff,
1: Jared. Appreciate it. I'm Great stuff. I'm, try- I'm still really trying. good. Shining stuff. example. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to drink. What'd, What'd you, you do? Working
3: your way through. Uh, I was <laughs> called a TACP. No, Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I have no clue what that is. <laughs> it's a what? Hold on. A tactical air control trom- control c- person party party. <laughs> party. <'Cause>
2: we're <laughs> a party. Got it.
0: Yeah, they call in all the sense.
1: bombs, you know. Nice when when we get shot at and we're like, I'm scared, and then yeah. he just presses a button and it the goes, guy who boom, works for me was a gunman
2: button. on one of the big ass planes. That's
1: fun. Yeah, Probably
3: he's, a- he's got some. In,
1: yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah, he yeah. was a yeah, to to see see gunman. Accurate. I could talk about your job.
3: No, that was pretty much. You got it. I mean, except it's not necessarily when you guys are scared. You're just, you know, sick of their shit. Well, that's why I was yeah. being facetious. It's like, okay, we're tired of playing this game. Just.
1: Yeah, why would you assault a PKM position? where you can yeah. just drop a bomb on it. Yeah, no. Apaches, smart.
3: Apaches yeah. are the best.
1: Really? Oh yeah, I'm a Daps guy.
3: Yeah. What is Daps? Daps are Apaches.
1: Let's see if I get this right. A H? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're Blackhawks, but they're uh, built out with rockets.
3: Blackhawks. There's an H in there. Yeah, there's Hawk. Okay,
1: got it. I was thinking the other oh, thing. What's at first. What's you
3: specify on this? Actually. It's either MH-60 or... A- it could be AH-60. I'm not sure. I thought
1: it was. Attack... Because you have a UH-60 yeah, and then yeah. you have an AH-60, AH60 DAPS, might be DAPS. DAPS. Yeah, there you identifier. Go. Dave, are you texting or are you Googling? No, that's him. 60 is the
3: the No, Boom. AH-64 is the Apache. Okay. We'll, we'll Google this after <laughs> <Got> the <laughs> show and
1: get yeah, some fucking information on here. But So,
0: rolling back, man... Yeah. When, so you graduated in 2010. Have you always been hunting?
1: Always. Have you, you've always been hunting. Always. So you grew up hunting. Yeah. So
0: gotcha.
2: my my dad is from Northern California, mm-hmm. and he had an uncle. What part, do you mind me asking? Uh, San Joaquin Valley. It's Thornton. Yeah. yeah. It's a small, small town. It's I know exactly where that born is. Born and so. raised in Thornton, California. My family still farms asparagus, almonds, tomatoes. Because up towards, like,
1: weed or Hollister close. Yeah. Close-ish. Close-ish, yeah. yeah. It's
2: Stockton essentially. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you would call like the bigger area, but gotcha. he's from Thornton. It's about 25, 30 minutes outside of Stockton. Uh, so they still farm up there, but he had an uncle, um, Bill Sartini who raised him into hunting. He was a really, uh, impressive guy, honestly successful at a young age. He ended up getting cancer at 38 years old and passing away. But my dad was, was my dad's dad and him were brothers bill and art sartini art sartini was my dad's dad they were brothers right bill was the younger brother art so my dad was closer in age to bill than than bill's kids um so he would take my dad hunting a lot and that's what actually got my dad into hunting so he started at a super young age in in utah nevada california um super young age and then when i was born the only thing i ever wanted to do was go hunting so any chance i got whether it be birthday or christmas or whatever i wanted him to take me hunting so i grew up you know i hunted When you're a kid growing up in Vegas with a really busy family, you kind of take advantage of what you have, which I think those high-fence places in Texas and things like that serve an amazing purpose to get kids, to get adults introduced or have fun in hunting that don't necessarily have the time to you
1: know what's a great out. yeah like learning training ground because i haven't fantastic. been able to hunt through my yeah. whole life i have loved to i did it as a kid but it was always like bird but i never you know yeah. developed those skill sets and so they, learning they, they in catch a, a lot of flack
2: for this high fence bullshit but like you know take a take a uh what's
1: the main shit talk on that you think
2: because uh, c- the animals can't get away, which is a complete bullshit response. Has anybody because, ever
1: been on a look, twenty thousand square foot high fence? Exactly. So, I, so I've <laughs> I've hiked feet, twenty thousand
2: square acre, like, My a- favorite a- hunt a- on a- the acres, planet is backcountry. Sorry, is ba- <laughs> back backcountry elk hunting right? Yeah. Uh, one of my yeah. the best hunts I ever went on was a backcountry hunt. Twelve miles in, four thousand feet of vertical gain to wilderness in New Mexico. Was right. The greatest hunt I've ever been on. Where was With that at? Uh. Secret. <laughs> I don't want to give away too. No, it was, it was central in the state. There's a lot right. of really good elk hunting in, in New Mexico. I wasn't even yeah, in the yeah. Gila, which is, you know, quote unquote, yeah. the, the prime of New Mexico. Right. Wasn't even close to the Gila. Right. Um, I was just in the central of the state, hiked in, but we hunted these bulls, and I, I, I'm no bullshit, middle of the rut, we never left a three mile by three mile square, and we were in the same bulls all day, every day. So what's different in that than hunting a 20,000 acre... high fence ranch there's there's really no difference yeah there's the one the one thing that people can talk about is and in a controlled environment like a high fence you can grow bigger animals so if some guy's coming up to you and
1: saying you know i shot a 440 inch bull elk but he yeah high but fence, i think that's that's right. bullshit that's so totally like but i'm the first person like when someone walks in my stag was a 397 sci yeah when someone's like wow new zealand i'd be like texas high fence yeah like i have no problem admitting that it was just a beautiful animal my wife wanted it in the fireplace so i was like roger that you yeah. know so and but as you should you shouldn't have an issue with that
2: that's that's people's ego you know because the one thing nobody's telling you about new mex or about uh, new zealand is what i just told you it's all high fin- all high fenced down there right. all those stags are high fenced the only place that has free range stag is south america it's the only place that has free range I stag i had no clue yeah so i i mean people people their egos get in the way of the size of animal this is like there's a undercurrent in hunting where which really draws the line between like a high fence or free range is is essentially based on the size of the animal. Yeah, true. Like that's that undercurrent where people try to, you know, puff their chest out and say I shot a 450 inch bull elk. Yeah, but it was fucking high fence so it doesn't really matter. You know, when you shoot a free range 450 inch world record, that's badass. I see that though. I see that as like that conversation's been
0: going on forever, right? Forever. that's, That's just like hunting in general. I remember, you know, my grandparents, like I remember my grandpa making fun of my dad because he wanted to you know, he was looking for a big bull mm-hmm. and my grandpa's like, man, just like the cows are better eating. Just, yeah. you know, kill the cows, bring it home. Like, I don't know why you're running around in the mountains for fucking two weeks. Yeah. Trying to kill a bull. Like how many cows you see or whatever it is. Right. Yeah, And like, I remember like the guys that are food mm-hmm. hunters, they're just putting meat on the table. There's those guys getting out it there. done as, as yeah. efficiently and as fast. And, and, as and possible. just like, Hey, yeah. you know, uh, so I, I mean, I've heard that I, w- I went up to, uh, British Columbia earlier in the year and it was a 10 day moose hunt and, but I made a promise to myself like, Hey, I'm going to kill a moose up here. Like if it has horns, I'm going to kill a moose. I'm going to process every last piece of it. And I didn't pass one opportunity. The only opportunity that I had was for a bull at day nine And it's horns were fucking tiny, but man, I'll tell you what, that is the best jerky jerky. was delicious. That is the best jerky and it is the best meat we've had like moose lasagna and moose pizza, moose, moose, moose for like weeks
3: on end. Man, I want some moose pizza.
0: And it was a great hunt, man. It was a great hunt. So it's like the, my buddy that killed a moose three days before me, it's a Boone and Crockett, like record bull. It's not like he was hunting harder than me. It was sheer luck. luck. Luck.
2: So sheer luck. You're 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 touching on a lot of like what our company, my company, is capitalizing on. Right? There's been these huge shifts in the hunting world where it started as like this family heritage. You go hunting with your family. You you kill stuff. You put meat on the on the table. It's it's this whole experience. Well, then it got into I'm a better hunter than you because I kill big stuff and you just kill little stuff. Right. And people really focused on that, which was interesting because. You're kind of you're you're self-policing. There's no such thing as a professional hunter. I like this this day and age when people call themselves a professional hunter. It's laughable. There's no such thing, right? You're a hunting, good hiker. There's a reason why hunting doesn't have the scale of professional and, and not right. professional. It's it's for everyone. Everyone can do it. It's the best experience on the planet that anybody could do, and it's there for a reason. I mean, it goes back to. The most primal feelings in a human in, in a human body is to go kill meat, put it on the table, right? Like we've been doing it since the beginning of time. It's in everyone. Yeah. So these this undercurrent of like I'm better than you, I'm a professional because I kill big animals. It's total bullshit. Well, that actually did catch a lot of a fire because there was people. One, who had a lot of money, who would buy tags that would afford them the opportunity at these, you know, world-class animals that not everybody going through the draw or, or lottery system could have the chance at. So it was kind of inflated, but a lot of that information of how they were killing these animals and how they were getting the tags, it wasn't out there for the general public. Well, then it started to show that, like, you know... Some of these tags that people are buying are three hundred thousand dollars. Like there was a banquet yeah, in God. Reno yeah. this last weekend and there was multiple tags that went for two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. Yep. It's a money game, man. Yeah, and it affords you the chance at a giant animal. That's just the reality of the situation, right? Where a guy like me would have to wait twenty to and thirty years so to stars. draw that tag in a lottery. They just get to go buy it. Right. But now they're a better hunter because they've killed a you know, a 200 inch bighorn sheep and i haven't yeah, killed some one these at all
3: guys have other like, people stalk them and then call them and they just roll that's exactly in. what these people <laughs> do exactly like, they
2: literally have the air force out there looking for these fucking animals yeah and then it's and like okay
3: here it is yeah. and the guy just rolls the guy which rolls
2: I like, into I like, town like, I actually flies have, his own plane yeah. into town and yes. then he
1: goes. i don't really have a problem with that honestly i think it's weird when people start getting hyper competitive of that because like yeah. it's always interesting it's like whose kid's cuter i feel like that's a story in texas which i don't show a lot of animals Huh? Mine are cute, yeah, cute. you know. I, I got a pretty I cute can, one. I can, I can
3: compete with <laughs> you on that one.
1: Yeah, yours are pretty cute. I don't have kids, so... Um, yeah, anyways. But yeah, like, uh, you know, when you show someone an animal and they try to one-up you and all of that. Yeah. And like, you know, I, I do a decent amount of taxidermy from animals I kill, but I love that because it's kind of like a history and it reminds me of the hunt. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is one. You know, my wife shot this orcs yeah. off my back. Oh, this is the red stag I took here. This is the fallow. It's just... It's fun. And, and, For and, sure. And, and there's a dark sense of. Um, enjoyment when I'm eating axis chili and I can look at the animal. I just, no question. I, I'm eating. And I, look, I,
2: I'm right there with you. I don't want to <laughs> come
1: off the wrong way.
2: You know, like I don't want to come off like I'm against any of it. I'm not, I actually do support that style of hunting too. Cause it serves a purpose. Yeah. Of course, all that money goes back to conservation, conservation. for it's that wonderful. specific. Animal. That's why I was just it's saying it's amazing. That. Right? right. But you can't call yourself, you can't a get <laughs> hyper competitive on you're a better hunter than me because you have a big, you have a 200 inch, you know, state record, bighorn sheep, and I don't have one at all. That's where it gets, Interesting with this like competition and hunting, it gets yeah, really. You know
3: where we can do Buck Hunter HD.
2: I love that. I have one in my office, out in the <laughs> warehouse. What about <laughs> this? Thing I have. have a
1: great business plan. If you want to go into business with me, let's high fence in Texas about twenty thousand acres. Let's get the world's worst criminals. We'll put them on there, and you can buy Dude. human tags. All the money, like a million dollars, goes either back they into conservation fences, or it goes. No, we can build a high ass Trump. We'll Higher build a big fence. one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> and then or we go all to St. Jude. Uh, ch- charity hospital to save k- kids with cancer Why don't we do that? That'd be awesome I yeah. think it'd be fantastic I think we should <laughs> I think we You know how motivated it, More motivated South I'd be Africa. in business yeah. i have been pulling that million dollar tag <laughs> Let's and, go I, man, I,
3: I, I, mean, kill I one. you could do that in South Africa Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: You can do pretty much anything you want. I right? feel like someone's done that at some point, probably. Did you just Isn't make a, a movie that you oh, well, really there's a movie There's no about evidence to back you, it up. Anytime
0: like, anybody wants South to do that. Rel- South Africa is a relatively established and functioning government.
3: And guess what? You can't do just you anything can't do you want. you do in the United States, you go to Panama or South Africa. That's not true. Yes, it That's is. That's absolutely not true. Yes, the loop <laughs> of doom that had to be done in South true. Africa. Because the U- U.S. would not allow
0: That's it. That's on one thing that you're referencing. He references, like, oh, yeah, we're just going to South Africa. South Africa to do anything that we want because there's no law. The South, this sounds like total fucking. South Africa was. Who where knows? that
3: guy started? No, that was that was Zambia. I'm sorry, it the guy that. It sounds right to the me because I'm not overly educated. Lion, but, that was yeah. Zambia. You're that's right. What I'm Somebody saying. throws out it's legal it's in South very Africa. Very specific
0: okay. to right. the country yeah. that you go to based on what law you want to break. It's a very specific. Industry. So Zambia. Well, I mean, depending on how you want to shoot things, because South Africa, you can't get your weapons weapons in there. You can't just like. Go buy So you shit. want
3: to go to a country that if you show up with a pallet of if cash? If you show up with a pallet of cash, you're like hey,
0: you need to go to a Russian or former Russian. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, you know, Eastern like, Bloc. Yeah, they're like you show up with a pallet of cash. Sorry, you can get yeah, a lot of shit done. Yeah yeah. Like, yeah, yeah.
3: You could have that. Land.
0: I to I want to drop a tactical nuke. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> let's go to Siberia. How much cash you got? I like. You know it. what it I mean? Cost cost a little. Yeah, pretty penny. I, I want to put on my shades. I want to catch a sun suntan. You know. That yeah, would got be awesome why to is do. my
1: face melting off? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah anyway, I didn't want to derail the type Cow, of conversation. Shit. Hey, he he the just he just says that is the key to
0: everything about crazy shit where you got to kind of like you got to pa- bring him back. Panama little and little South little Africa.
3: It's where you go. Panama? Yeah. No, it's Panama. Panama. I Panama. No. Yes. Hey,
0: so really good question though. You're very. Convincing. You've probably hunted
3: around the world, right? I
0: have. Yeah. Yeah. Like coolest place to hunt, like just terrain wise that you've been.
2: Honestly, like I'm an American through and through. Seriously? I love this place. I love yeah. everything about the U.S. I mean, not everything. I like what I am tied to in mm-hmm. the U S right. Got it. Um, but the hunting here is we're, we're one of the only besides Canada, because they took a page out of our book that right. has a federal oversight of our fish and wildlife, which right. is, oh, really? which is awesome. You know, it's it, the way it's run. The, how much data and, and and analytics actually provide to the management of these of these animals is is awesome, and it, you know, for multiple different reasons, it makes you feel a part of the success of these animals, right? Teddy Roosevelt is the one that put all yeah. this pioneer that, man, yeah, he's the one that that put all this together and you know allowed this oversight of management of animals. And back then, uh, white-tailed deer were less than a million, buffalo were like nearly. It was eight hundred, I think
1: they got down to eight hundred thousand whitetail. No, 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 no. Oh yeah, B- buffalo, bison, yeah, bison. Yeah, bison. Yeah. It was like eight hundred F- F- yeah. And there was like fifty million before Dude, that. Whitetail
2: was less than a million. I mean, think about oh. that. Why you go anywhere in the yeah. on the planet right now? You can find
1: I think or, or US. You can find a whitetail. Yeah. I think anywhere there's a million whitetail in my community because yeah. I have Easily. to dodge them with Literally, my vehicle yeah. every. And that's second. all
2: Teddy Roosevelt. That's how we kind of put this whole process together. Canada did a similar, different but similar where they actually are. You know, overseen by the the federal government. But like, take South Africa for example, or anywhere in Africa, these guys own these big swaths of land, and there's no federal oversight. That's why there's such a big poaching problem. Is because the right. poachers, the only way the poachers are getting in trouble is when the the land owner and protector of his animals catches them. That's the only way they get in trouble. It's the only way they get shot at, whatever. So a lot of Africa gets a lot of flack for people shooting elephants and lions, right? That, whoever wants to go shoot that, that's awesome. They're a wild animal. They Were were hunted back in the day. They're still hunted now. There's a reason why they should be hunted. Hunted still. I mean, that's better for the herd. And the reason why it's essentially better, or or, you know, exceptionally better for the herd right now is, say, a guy sells an uh, uh, elephant tag for $150,000. That's $150,000 now that he gets to take in, provide you know, policing or oversight of his ranch by by local. You know, Well, they usually donate all the,
1: the meat to the local villages. You're actually not like allowed
2: to take any meat out of Africa yeah. in a lot of the places because it has to go to the villages, which is awesome. That's yeah. great. And they use that money to protect. You kill one elephant to protect 150, 250 other elephants with that one tag that he sold, right? right. He gets to have oversight of his ranch, security on his ranch. That's how he does it. That, that's how you have to do it over there.
1: We'll kill Jared so we can protect ourselves. I, but I think what? that's just
0: a common yeah. hypocritical conversation. That's just like... That is it. that is every conversation in social media in America yes. right now, right? That's like, unless you're vegan, like an actual 100% practicing fucking vegan, like you have no room to talk about hunting in any capacity whatsoever. Fully like theory. you can completely go fuck yourself. Like fuck straight off.
2: Look, even if you're wearing leather boots, you have nothing See, I, to say about exactly,
0: hunting. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, nothing. and how many people are 100% practicing vegans that are wearing like nothing but fucking you know cotton fiber and w- quite literally reliant on zero animal products whatsoever yeah. how many yeah. people in america statistically speaking let's just throw out a fucking guess how many I, people I don't are there? think i
3: don't think you could less than yeah. one oh, percent way, yeah I, way I, less it than has, I don't even think it's possible because you're not it's, gonna be able to drive a car it's, it's a hundred you got leather percent, seats
0: in your car a thousandth of a percent he doesn't okay. have a car you got exactly. leather belts? I well, love but, but this I think, guy. But I think this,
1: okay. even though he's vegan, the thing here is it's when people are, are, are di- talking down to hunting. Because I've always made that joke. It's like, why hunt when you can just buy it in the store? Those guys are fucking idiots, right? They're dumb. But I think if people practice vegan for their own likeness and whatever they want to do, that's great. But yes, when I've had vegans attack me for being a hunter, I'm like, you ain't fucking, you know... Sally fuck shit over there In <laughs> yeah. a perfect world man Because when your ass gets drunk mm-hmm. You go to fucking McDonald's And eat the worst shit right. Processed with some bacon On there And that stuff comes from The worst pig farms You've ever seen dude Like,
2: Which is the worst thing the worst. For the environment like, The worst The worst. worst thing yeah. Worse than the car Stripped.
0: industry And yeah. a lot of those I mean, Just to be fair A lot of those are My personal troll pages That I've established To troll you Oh I, perfect Those are <laughs> those. Meat is murder dog <laughs> It
1: is And it's also What sustains my uh, You know body So I can live
0: yeah. It, I, I just like continuing to point these things out to this, this incredibly hypocritical nation. Yes, where I mean, it's all like, that's they yeah. they want to say, you know, hunting is cruel. It's like, hey, man, have you ever Bothered seen with, a learn. fucking documentary on how animals die in the wild? Like, yeah. just just like Google it once. Just like Google it once. You can you, there's there's like a whole channel built around like established fucking video footage and
1: you can well, like, look at things and decide for yourself but that's but, not but that's not anything so my analogy when it comes to hunting is this would i want to be out at a bar drinking whiskey with you guys and then i just get shot in the fucking head the last memory i have was awesome i was with my best friends having yeah. a great time that's actually good or do i want to be in a prison and then i'm getting escorted yeah. down the fucking thing to have an ethical death Meanwhile, yeah. No, dude. I sat in the fucking prison and then, my whole life. And meanwhile,
2: you're hearing everybody yeah. get killed. Yeah, yeah. right. With a t there's like a bag or, of, or like I'm a bag stacked on your top head. of
1: Jared, butt naked, like yeah. you know, trying to eat food out of not, not a bad deal. pig yeah. farm. Hey, I, yeah, yeah, we can, we can, the we can like, It's, this it's later. so it's so moronic to me that people have this like efficacy towards <sighs> how much hunt you know whatever it, like they, they eat meat, but then they're anti-hunting. I'm like, you're they're, an idiot, dude. Bambi was just chilling with her family, loving their life, and I put a fucking arrow through its heart it died in like 30 seconds didn't even thought it probably got stung by a bee yeah. get over it fully agree yeah, and yeah, there's uh, a lot of there's a lot of fucking metal is shitty yeah. it's fucking the world is savage there's Look, criminals there's pieces of shit the world out there. is savage the one the, thing right.
2: everything on this planet does is kill it's literally right. it's the one sort common cool. denominator of every single thing on this planet even trees right you take big pine trees they choke out everything below them as they're growing they kill literally everything so everything on this planet kills it's the one common denominator right it's the one thing
1: you see simba the circle of life <laughs> exactly
2: yeah, so uh, it's it. you know killing is it's uh killing <laughs> the the definition of killing it's actually a pretty wide term because of it, it's yeah but wh- it, which way was it killed how was it killed what is the example of the killing that happened and free range hunting or high fence hunting for that matter these animals living a great life they're not on all this crazy shit hormones and, and medicine and all this they're not listening to their buddies going down this no. fucking hacking but, but, line but, but the whole even time in that killed. right
1: i agree and this is where i fucking go on a tangent here and i haven't smoked weed i promise i know it's legal here in vegas mm-hmm. but i'm sober as a joe right now but, like, how do you value one organism's life more than more the other? So yeah. is, do we justify that by a cognitive function that you have a biased opinion on as a human? So you slaughtering a fly, a mosquito, that's content. But a bunny rabbit because you fucking think it's cute because you've been conditioned yeah, through fucking society sure. and culture to think that it's cute. Yeah, what bro. about bacteria when you use fucking hand sanitizer? Like You kill it like crazy. Like, dude, I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. It's just because the size and scale of an animal is somewhat relevant to your ethical and moral compass. No, You're yeah, a fucking moron, dude. Look- you like this we all die <laughs> yeah we're all it born fucking terminal we're all gonna fucking fade away into energy and that's that's Who why knows?
2: the term the term I you know so killing mad. is is it's a lot crazy. wider than the the general definition of it right i mean it's yeah it's it, it's a much bigger thing than people want to give it uh you know the, the and, and the crazy thing it, right
1: and to be even more defensive of like the, the most hunters i know is that they're the most, like, ethical, compassionate people towards animals. Like, I don't – I'm kind of a pussy these days. I don't even really like killing. Like, But when I, I do it because I love it, I love providing for my family. And I yeah. think it's a great, um, you know, way to be – have a relationship with the, the animal yeah. and the food that you're eating. But it's like – And you, I'll have, I'll only have take this argument shots. until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. It is best for the
2: animal. And I take a lot of pride in being a hunter and knowing that I'm sustaining this animal's quality of life, the herd's quality of life, the population and growing population of these animals in other states. It is a proven scientific statistical fact that hunting helps these animals grow and be sustained. it's a, it's a fact and I'll argue it all day long. I, don't, I mean, clearly you guys don't want to get into the numbers and bullshit of it. But I mean, it's it's a proven fact. And I take a lot of pride in, you know, taking the responsibility of, of helping that. And not oh, yeah. to mention, this is a whole other tangent we can go on. But like a non-resident hunting license, when you buy a non-resident hunting license Ooh. in these other states, right? Spicy. Really expensive, really expensive. Yep. That non-resident hunting license is what funds the state fish and wildlife, the the state parks, mm-hmm. the the state public, like Red Rock
1: here in town, right? Wait, do you mean that there has to be some form of compensation for people that work for the government, like they like tax or, or get money yeah. through yeah. Yeah. other you mean programs? Like, yeah, hikers that hike on trails. And they go out and park
0: in parking lots. And yep, or, yeah, or like yeah. a go fishing license. to help like sustain stuff like that. Yeah. that like, yeah. Where
2: does all the money come from? I Non-resident yeah. hunting licenses. Huh. That's where it comes from. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. super interesting. That's where it comes from. So like red rock here in town these these rock climbers they get to go up there for free five dollar pass to go through the gates what the fuck is five dollars going to do for for all this shit we have going on a non-resident hunting license in nevada is 150 160 bucks bro
1: in texas it's like 350 yeah
2: well you times that we have a lottery system so you have way more demand than supply so we have hundred thousand applications coming in times that by the amount of, uh, of dollars that's actually a three to one match by the government another teddy roosevelt Thing. so there's oh. a three to one match wow so say you raise a million bucks it's actually four million bucks because you have the million three to one match three million four million bucks total to fund you know rock climbers parking at red rock national park
3: that's i did not know that well, yeah. this one, one has been very very educational
1: i know
2: you're it's, fucking i i enjoy well, it and, well good hunting is i take a lot of pride in in uh explaining that hunting isn't as redneck as some people might think
1: well that, that there yeah we'll go in that real quick it's a lot of the stigma i think is like people think hunting and they hear a lot oh damn Earl, and they're in the back of the truck fucking shooting with their 30-06 i'm like yeah does that exist somewhere probably but like most hunting and like the experience of hunting when you're going out and tracking and stalking an animal in which you can go out in 10 days and probably not even see one fucking moose until the ninth day yep like it's an experience it's the outdoors it's conditioning to understand the environment mm. how ecosystems work instead of putting Holy. your face into a fucking blue screen and playing video games whole goddamn life like go oh. out experience the world a little bit yeah. understand that we live in such a fragile fucking ecosystem and enjoy it yeah because the asteroid's gonna hit us all and kill us i being mean, <laughs> yeah. really negative you're, at all this you got reason. it you got it
3: well yeah no this was great uh, <laughs> There was a lot of good you know? information put out yeah so where, just, where yeah, do where they where mark. do
0: they find what like where do they find what yeah, i want to say i already know where they go so go the website go hunt exactly the right. internet's a wonderful place it's, it's a, very it's easy to find a wonderful place but do you guys put out anything else on like youtube yeah and...
2: we have a youtube channel a lot of tons of good uh you know we're all about providing the best light of hunting with our videos right. so we, we really try to show you know the experience and what it really is because not a lot of not a lot of people are you know fortunate or blessed enough to be involved in hunting and don't know anything about it and want to know know more about it so we try to show like the entire aspect of hunting as a whole and what it what it takes and what it is so a lot of our video content on youtube is is that um then we have instagram and all that, course, just, that all you know, under go Hunt? yeah all awesome, under Go man. Hunt. well lorenzo yeah, awesome, this was freaking great thank you man yeah, yeah we got to get you
1: back because you have such an interesting family and all yeah sorry and, guys and, and again i don't want to come off i didn't mean to come off
2: you know weird in the beginning but it's weird. just look i'm fully aware of of a lot of a lot of things come from you know people's situations and i'm very proud of who my family is so i don't mind saying who it is and i also understand that it kind of puts you in a seat that you know not a lot of people have and, well, I, and I, I fully did, respect i didn't know that you know was your that background
0: on. even your family so yeah i can tell you baker probably knew that but it's not like we were no i just on that.
2: i don't know how it came off in the beginning but hopefully not too bad great well, yeah. it was great yeah, thank you for taking great the time. show yeah, it was, was great. <laughs>